Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Coach begins their season tomorrow. they got two home matches coming up, one tomorrow, one over the weekend. Well, it was a very, very special Gator baseball season this past year. And I wanted to wait a while before talking to Gator baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, give him time to sort of decompress from all of that. And he now joins us. Sully, welcome. I always appreciate you doing this. Um, have you had some time to, you know, pause, reflect on the terrific season that you had? No, quite honestly, we haven't. Um, obviously, when we landed on that Tuesday, I mean, we immediately had exit meetings the next day and um, hit the road recruiting, had some camps, obviously had to deal with the portal and uh, the draft and all those types of things. So, honestly, we haven't really had a whole lot of time to reflect. It's been a short summer, but it's been, uh, you know, it's been a busy one for sure. It never it never does end, and, and I guess because you do have to deal with the draft every year because you have those types of players and – you know, the portal and all of that. Um, has the portal changed things in terms of you, – I don't think you're ever going to build your roster with a portal. You're going to do it with high school. But the portal is now an important piece, isn't it? Yeah, there's no question about it. I mean, it's um, it's a huge piece, honestly. Now, we'll be, we'll be more active in the portal some years more than other, depending on what our needs are, depending on who we lose and who we have coming in. But – the portal's a different it's a different situation to where, you know, it's um it's almost like free agency with no cap right now. So um there's some things that we need to improve on in that area, but um to kind of get up to the speed with some of the other schools in our league. But um yeah, it's certainly important. There's no question about it. Um is your because school's gonna start here, you'll be starting fall ball before you know it. Is the roster for twenty twenty four pretty much set at this point? Yeah, it's set. Yeah, we've we've kind of added a couple pieces late, um, and um, we feel good about where we're at. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's 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 set at this point. You know, you've you've had such a great run here, Sully, and getting back to Omaha, I know, was you know one of these team goals here. That never does get old, does it? No, no, it's a great experience, and you know, obviously, everybody's disappointed, including you know our players and our staff, and you know, the way it ended, but, um, you know, it's, um, you know, I don't think it's anything you, you ever really get over. I think you're just forced to move on. You know, it's, uh, it's one of those things and, you know, um, it's just a game of inches. It's, it's a, it's a different game, um, than maybe some of the others, you know, you, you go back and you think about the, the line drive that White hit that had a little top spin the left on, on that Saturday night. And if it's five feet right or left or, if it doesn't have top spin, we probably win that ball game, and, and things may have looked a little bit different. But, you know, it was a great year. It was a great bunch of guys, um, very talented group, but a very close-knit group, and, and one that, you know, I'll never forget. You know, as you, as you build a new team, because you, you lose either graduation, transfer, draft, you know, whatever that is, uh, for a Gator fan who is listening, uh, it's early now, Sully, but give us a quick look at what next year's roster might be like. A lot of talent on that roster, too. Yeah, there is. I, I, we feel good about our catching situation. Um, obviously, we got Luke coming back, and we got a kid named Brody Donay and uh, Tanner Garrison behind the plate. And obviously, you got Cags coming back up first, and and Kate at second. And we added a, um, 
an infielder that we're going to give him a chance to play short. Um, if he doesn't, you know, play short, he'll play third. But he's certainly going to be hitting in the middle of our order. Um, uh, Shelton um, from Alabama. Um, we got Shelnut and, and Ty back in, in the outfield, and we've got some guys. You know, Mikey's coming back, and we've got some other guys that we added that we, you know, that we feel might have a chance to play center field. And we got a freshman, Hayden Yost, that's got a chance to be really good. On the mound, uh, you know, certainly Cags is back, and you got you know some options there as well. Um, do you have an idea at this point who your weekend guys could be? Is that going to be a work in progress? How will that pan out? Well, no, I think you know we, we've got some options. Our freshman class coming in is really talented pitching wise, and we've got some freshmen that are going to make some immediate impacts and. Um, you know, of course, Neely, we've got a decision to make there. We're probably yep. going to move him back to the starting rotation. And Kate Fisher had a tremendous freshman year. Of course, Cags come back. Um, but some other freshmen, Liam Peterson, uh, Luke McNeely, um, Christian Rodriguez, those three guys come to mind. But we got some other guys that are very talented. But, you know, don't forget, we got Ryan Slater coming back, which sometimes those guys that come back to school are sometimes your best recruits. So, we feel good about our pitching. Obviously, we've got to figure out the roles and that type of thing. But certainly, from a talent standpoint, we feel good about our pitching. Gator baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan and our guest here on Sports Scene. He reflects back uh, on last year, looks ahead to this year. Uh, I just did a quick little thumbnail, Sully, but it looks like uh, Langford's still hitting uh, as he starts pro ball. And it looks like uh, uh, your, your pitcher, is uh, Waldrop's doing really well. So uh, it's good to see them get off to a good start. It is. It is. It's kind of bittersweet, you know. It's, yeah. um, you're obviously happy for them to move on, but you know, um, in in Wyatt's situation, we've talked about his story. You know, what an incredible story, and he'll he'll be playing for a long time, and you know, everything he he has gotten as far as you know, the accolades and awards, and you know, being the fourth overall draft, he certainly earned it all, and you know, certainly happy for Hurston. Unfortunately, we, we only need to have him for one year because he was at Southern Miss, obviously, for two years, but. Really happy for him. Happy for all the guys. Brandon Sproke goes to the Mets again, which is kind of is, is kind of a unique situation. But um, you know, Philip Abner and and of course Josh Rivera. You know, Colby Halter's off to a great start as well. So yeah, it's it's you're obviously every time you know kids leave your program is a little bittersweet. But obviously, really really excited for them and a bunch of those guys are off to really good starts. Sully, when you have, you know, over the years, you've had so many kids drafted and so many kids, you know, make the big leagues. But how much do you talk to them about that in terms of, you know, Langford's this, uh, you know, Waldrop's that. They could be a high draft. They know it, and yet they played through that. Do you have any discussions about the draft with these kids and, you know, what to expect? Or they just just go out and let them play and, and deal with it? I think earlier in my career, I, I may have touched on it a little bit, but I've, the, the more I've done this over the years, it's 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 there. So there's nothing really to talk about. But with the draft being moved back, uh, I th- I do think it helps. Um, obviously, in years past, we've had guys being drafted right in the middle of a regional, right? You know, a final game. I remember Jonathan India getting drafted on that Monday night. Um, it was like the second inning, and you know he got taken by the Reds. Um, Obviously, really high. I think it was like, you know, whatever pick it was. But um, you know, we're right there in the middle of the second inning. I remember taking ground balls at second. I mean, it's that third in between innings, and um, 
somebody yelled out of stanza he'd just gotten taken <laughs> and right in the middle of re- regional final. I think it was against FAU. So, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's a little bit difficult one to, to juggle. I remember Alex Fajardo warming up. Um, I think for the uh, uh, I think it was against Wake Forest in, in the Super Regional Final, and um, he was coming out of the pen, which he hadn't done the whole year. And uh, he had got taken when he was warming up in the pen, and I think somebody was down in the pen and told him. And he came in, obviously, he was all amped up and walked the first hitter on four pitches. I went out and took a visit and said, <laughs> you all right? And he goes, he gave me a little smile and wink. He goes, He's, he, I'm fine. So, yeah, it was a little bit unique when the draft was going on right during the, you know, the regionals or super regionals. But I think with the draft being moved back, I think it's kind of it's kind of helped it a little bit. We've known each other all these years, Sully, since you came here. And – you know, you've had such success here, great players and great teams. But for you personally, after all these years, is it still fun for you? Is it still, you know, cool for you to go to the ballpark, work with these kids every day, see them develop? That is that is that still there for you? Oh, absolutely. I think if I ever wake up or come to the ballpark and I don't have that same fire or desire or, or energy, you know, it's time to step away. But Certainly, I mean, I'm 54 years old. I got a long way to go, and I love, I love Florida. I love uh, interacting with these players day in and day out. I love the challenge of of rebuilding this thing and 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 having, you know, these players that we have on our roster this year kind of develop their own story for the 2024 season. And I, I love the challenge. And um, like I said, I feel good about our group. We've got some obviously question marks, like everybody does, but from a talent standpoint, you know. We'll be right there where you all, you know, like 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 we always are. I knew the answer to that, but I had to ask. But I, I got an email real quick, Sully. My last thing: um, a, a fan wants to know. Um, he said, "Can you please ask Coach how he makes his schedule every year?" Good question. Yeah, you know, we do it um, a few years out in advance, probably three three or so, maybe four years out in advance. The first thing that we do is we try to you know to, to lock down the three. Uh, the four non-conference series to start. And um, obviously Miami's always, you know, one of those series, you know, uh, one of the first four. And what we try to do is try to predict um, years in advance of what teams may help our RPI. So it may be um, a mid-major school from, from the Northeast that continually, you know, wins their, you know, wins their um, league every year or maybe a power five that you think might help your RPI. So there's a little bit of thought that goes into that. And then obviously you end up getting your SEC schedule. We just actually got um, next year's SEC schedule yesterday. So that kind of puts those 10 weeks together. And then you kind of piece, piece together the midweeks. And, you know, where we're located, you know, right here, obviously in the middle of the state and with so many good teams, um, our RPI is always going to be in, in, in pretty good shape because of the teams that we played midweek and obviously playing Florida state three times and playing Miami three times. And then, you know, playing the other teams in our, in our state, it certainly puts us in a geographical advantage as far as RPI is concerned, as long as you win your games. No question. Sully, a terrific year. Congratulations on it. And uh, we'll talk again. I appreciate you taking time today. Thanks, man. Good stuff. Looking forward to seeing you, Steve. You got it, Sully. Thanks, man. Kevin O'Sullivan, uh, longtime Gator coach, successful Gator coach. Um, you've done a heck of a job with this program. 1246, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We'll open the phone lines for you. Uh, but first, we'll have one more guest. We're going to do, over these next few days, sort of a, uh, 
a, a journalism college spotlight. Some of our grads who are in the business, you're going to hear from one of them next, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.